Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. This week, the ladies drone on about a small and Sherlock or something. Honestly, I wasn't paying any attention. And now, on with the show. <laughs> Davenport. And I am Lady Ettercop. And, and this is that thing we do. It is that thing we do. Uh, I have no idea what to talk about. This past week has been weird. <laughs> and I feel... It, it's been a time. I feel kind of like we're having deja vu all over again. I don't... Every day seems to feel like the same day over and over again like a weird groundhog day and uh, yeah and and i don't know how to deal with it time is very elastic right now like you think you've got a hold on it and then it kind of just stretches out away from you and you're like wait are we it, wait it's thursday yeah and no. uh nothing is kind of really solidified in the way that we understand up until this point we have understood time to be. Wait, is this quantum? Are we experiencing quantum? Is that what this is? I have no idea. Are we a quantum entanglement? You, do you think <laughs> I took any kind of math or physics science classes beyond biology? Because I did not. Oh, I didn't either. I took marine biology as my I just, advanced biology class. There, there is no quantum physics happening. I just read a lot of science fiction. That's all. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even. I read a lot of fantasy. If we're going to talk reality bending, we're going to need some kind of special ring, a medallion, a mirror, maybe I'm a some kind of MacGuffin. Yeah. Okay. A mirror. A mirror. A mirror would work. It, yeah, no, it has to have some kind of like, you know, uh, mythological resonance. Ah. Uh, that would be nice because that, that always helps. Swords, a crowns, um, lockets a chair. are always good. I mean, a throne, not a, just a normal chair. Maybe just a normal chair. How about a rocking chair? Just a normal chair. <laughs> rocking chair could work because, you know, rocking chairs like past and present and yeah, like past back and, and forth. Oh, there you go. It's a quad. Yeah, it's work. a quad. A quantum rocking chair. It's a quantum rocking chair. (laughs) Quantum rocking chair. Your granny has gone back in time and fucked with the time stream. It's true. It's up to you. She does it every time. To set it right. Every time she's knitting a damn shawl, just rocking back and forth. (laughs) Betsy Ross, man. She broke the time stream with her knitting. She had a. She had a true hate on for Betsy Ross and that stupid flag. <laughs> what? 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 I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to. I was trying to think of somebody else who's famous for sewing something. You're like, missing a whole subplot. Your grandma hates Betty Ross, and she's knitted a time machine to go back and kill her. It's up to you to save America. Well, because you know, because in in that. In the uh, Schoolhouse Rock, they show Betsy Ross making the flag in a rocking chair. So it's like she's a rival granny. You're, yeah, no, you're trying. Ri- rival time travel granny. I don't know. I've had, I... a, I've had a beer and a drink. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Oh, I just... <laughs> like, I just did a sharp left turn. Like, why does your grandma hate Betsy Ross, Emmett? I, I don't know true the evil twin. i mean my great-grandmother was a horrible person who beat her children with a cat of nine tails true story but she didn't hate betsy ross well, although my great-grandmother did try to claim she was related to betsy ross really <laughs> this is a true story really? this is a true outer cop fact 
Um, so if you, uh, on my mother's side, if you follow the Edercup line back far enough, there is a Scottish clan by the name of Robe, R-O-B-B. They changed yeah. it to that from something unpronounceable in Gaelic. Uh, but my great-grandmother used to claim to her children that it wasn't Betsy Ross, it was Betsy Robe, and she was a relative. Oh. <laughs> because maybe my that's, family are liars. Maybe that's why my granny hated her. <laughs> that's why. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, but that was also that was also the great grandmother who had a cat of nine tails and would beat the children. Yes, it, it wasn't Petsy Ross story. that my granny had a problem with. It was your grandmother. It was my grandmother <laughs> or great grandmother. She had a beef with Betsy Ross. <laughs> You can be only one bringing back the bad Scottish accents. Yes, yeah. No, that's <laughs> No, I don't know where I was going with all of that. I just I'm I've been I've been awake since 4:30 in the morning, so, you know. Really? It's been a long. I do this every day now. I don't know why. No, I know why cuz I go to the cafe and I bake things. But I don't know why I decided that that was something I needed to do. <laughs> it's my own I, fault. So look at me. I don't have an answer for you. I am. Hoist- I wake up at six in the morning and I question my life choices. Four thirty is far too early. I, I've hoisted myself on my own petard. It's all right. It's a thing. It's a thing that has happened. I I used to work for a bakery many many moons ago when I was a, a wee young one. And, uh, yes, and, uh, you know, I swore when I stopped doing it that I was never going to do it again. Yeah. But here we are. Here you are. Doing it again. (laughs) I have lived the the, the 4.30 to 2 o'clock life. It is a strange life. It's not, I, eh, it's weird. I mean, on the one hand, I kind of, like, being out and about in the world where no one else is like it mm. feels kind of like I, i'm experiencing a secret like yeah. a secret world you know the streets of pittsburgh are very are very quiet <laughs> at 5 a.m yes like it's very walking to the cafe it's i feel very much like oh something interesting could happen at any moment yeah no there there is a special kind of that that is very like well i mean we have both experienced it on the opposite end having worked like parties yes and and then being up at 3 a.m at 3 a.m um living that kind of twilight life and if you've ever been a younger person who has gone to an event uh, and then hit up a Denny's afterwards where your makeup is melting off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a there, there is no better Denny's experience than the, like, 5 a.m. Denny's experience yeah. where you're rolling in after a, a long night out and people are waking up to start their day. And yes. that clash of cultures is always fun. Yes. Um, no, it's true. But no, actually, this is... This is a real thing. Uh, my when I was younger, my dad experienced some unexpected medical debt, uh, and he started delivering papers for the Miami Herald. Hey, shout yeah. out to South Florida. <laughs> uh, so he was the newspaper delivery person seven days a week for a little bit, and because he was working delivering newspapers that ungodly times yeah in the morning and then would go to work and work like a full eight hours on top of that as kids we never saw him so we on the weekends we would wake up ass early so that we could help him deliver papers because we wanted to spend time with him (coughs) excuse me yeah (laughs) having allergies uh it was a and it is a weird kind of uh twilight yeah yeah you know, and, and the people that are up at that point have a certain kind of camaraderie that daytime people don't. Right. They're shifters of the world. 
Yeah. So well, it's, it's the same kind of thing of how, like, if you work in food service, if you if you work in a restaurant, um, most of the time, if you work in a kitchen or a restaurant doing things, your the other people that you hang around also work yeah. in restaurants and food service of some sort because those are the only other people who work the same weird hours that you do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's like, oh, it's the same kind of thing. I I have worked in a kitchen before. I have done all of this. Uh, It's just, you know, it's one thing where I swore when I when I stopped doing it 20 years ago that I wasn't going to do it again. But, you know, the, the Corona times changes changes a lot of things. We've had to make a lot of third shifters. Yes, we've had to make a lot of uh, exceptions and changes for survival in this mm-hmm. weird and I would like to say heady time, but it's not really heady. More like yeah, stupid. Heady. It's more like <laughs> stupid, like, stupid, stupid and annoying. Outrageous. Yeah, no, heady seems too too pleasant. Mm. Stupid and annoying in this stupid and annoying time. The stupid and annoying times. Yes. That's where we live right Uh-oh. now. Uh-oh, I hear a cat. <laughs> I hear a cat squeak. It's stupid and annoying. Oh, and with that, I will press a button. Are you tired that your extraordinary contraptions fly apart when you apply the power? Do you get frustrated with the big ship that keeps dropping parts, making you wonder why you built it? Are your best-made cogs dead because you haven't tightened them down enough? Well, you need spanners, my friend. Darn good ones, too. Come on down to Walzenberg's Hardware Shop at Abernathy Square for all the finest tools and fasteners. There, good as new. Thank you. Remember, folks, Walzenberg's Hardware on the northeast corner of Abernathy Square. Tell them Cosgrove sent you. What you want to talk about now? <laughs> There's no coming back from that sad story. Yeah, sure. Let's let's uh let's mix it up a little bit. Um have you have you watched any interesting movies, read any I interesting have. books? Oh, I have actually. I I just finished Enola Holmes. Oh. Like, you know, 5 months behind everyone else, yeah. but It's been right. taking me a while to get through all of my recommended pandemic viewing. Well, you got stuff going on. You got school and you got work and stuff. Yeah, still working, still going to school, still trying not to die. You and know, anxiety and, and you know all sorts of other things. <laughs> how we are all? How we're all doing lately? Yeah, so yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yes, but I yes, I saw Noel Holmes. I did very much enjoy it. Um, Henry Cavill was very beefy in it. <laughs> He did not look like he was about to burst out of his clothing at all times, but he did look way too buff to be for the time period. Well, and to be Sherlock Holmes, I felt like. Yeah, he was a little beefy for Sherlock Holmes. It was like, are are you just eating pure meat? Because I mean, now it's like it's been a while since I've read Sherlock Holmes. Don't get me wrong, but. I vaguely remember him being described as wiry. Yeah. Also, they didn't have like you know access to human growth hormone. Yeah. In the eighteen hundreds, so. Oh, I don't think I don't think Henry Cavill has I mean, that well, problem. I think he. That's just him. Anyway, that's unfair. I think it's just that's just him. That is unfair, but it is definitely modern. Yeah. Like muscle building. Also, the way shirts were made at the time, there would be no way he could have done a lot no. of the movements because they stitched the sleeve, like the shirts. Sleeves <laughs> there were... was definitely some stretchy material <laughs> yes, was... in those shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the takeaway from watching Anola Holmes. Anola <laughs> like, Holmes! Good, good, great, fun, good for girls. I, I would have absolutely loved it. As like a twelve year old. Oh yeah, uh, it, definitely. Yeah, and it was very entertaining as an adult. Um, some people complained that it was too long. It did drag a little bit in the middle, but I didn't feel like it was overly long. Uh, good, solid, solid movie. 
great for kids especially girls especially girls who like mysteries or boys who like mysteries show it to them uh i i always enjoy a good helena bottom carter being weird period piece yeah um sherlock is swole (laughs) that's weird (laughs) mycroft is like i did not like the i didn't like the mycroft i didn't think he was uh stuffy enough if that makes any sense stuffy enough but they presented him as kind of stupid yeah, no, and he's and supposed to... Nola and Sherlock were the geniuses and Mycroft was kind of the dumb kid. Right, whereas Mycroft is supposed to be smarter than... Right, he's than... the smart brother. He's, he's just the uninvolved brother. Like, yeah. yeah I, so I, I I wasn't crazy about the Mycroft. Uh, also, like, then it makes the, the character that is the voice of tradition yeah. uh, very dumb. Yeah. Which... You know, I I, yeah, I wasn't sure about that plot point, but hey, it's it's a movie. It is a movie not intended for forty year old women. Yeah, yeah, no, I, it's a movie intended for you know non forty year old. Yeah, for teenagers, people. for twelve year olds to watch. Yeah, who haven't are like super invested in Sherlock lore. Also, so, who yeah. have aren't jaded. Aren't shaving yet? It, it was weird. And uh, uh, what's her? Um, uh, what is her name? Millie. Something Millie Brown. Lee Brown. Millie Brown. Yeah. Millie Lee Brown. Yeah, she was very good. Yeah. She no, did I a liked really her job. She was charming. She was fun. She actually looked like a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Probably because she is sixteen-year-old. Yeah. So. Well, no, and I like I liked her. In, I like her in uh, Stranger Things. So uh, yes. yeah. So yeah, I was excited. It, she was very good. In it. She was very enjoyable. It was a fun time. Which leads me to my question. Uh-huh. What? Oh, there's huh, a question. I have a question for you. I know, Uh-oh. And I know this is going to be a hard one for you because Uh-oh. you are the person that likes Sherlock Holmes. Who oh. is your favorite Sherlock Holmes? Oh. Oh, yeah. that is... That is... Mm, that is a hard one because I have been watching Sherlock Holmes movies since I was a wee child. I read the first time I read Sherlock Holmes, I was nine. I know this because it was the Calvert School uh, Adventures of Sherlock Holmes book for being homeschooled that I read. Oh my god, that's like an extra sad addition. Did it come with tissues? It might as well have. It's like, here, to mop up your lonely homeschooling tears. Yes. Well, so it was a red. It was a red book. There, it, the that that particular set. It came with that book and King Arthur. So I had two very specific. That explains a lot about your personality. Does it? Because it. I feel like it does. That pretty much sums up my childhood right there. Uh, <laughs> but but no. So like. Basil Rathbone, uh, Jeremy Brett. <laughs> like, I could just list off every single person that has ever played Sherlock Holmes, and I could probably find something decent to say about them. Uh, this is so Basil hard. Basil Rathbone is my. Uh, okay, aside from the mouse and the great mouse detective, who is based on Basil Rathbone? Yeah. Ugh. Basil Rathbone is my favorite, second favorite Peter Cushing. Oh, uh, see, I'm gonna have to go with Jeremy Brett as my favorite Sherlock Holmes. Oh, he because, is a good one because he. Well, to me, he is. He is the like to me. He's like the quintessential. And having gone back and rewatched some of the Jeremy Brett hmm. ones, I didn't realize how funny they were because I watched them as a child and I thought they were very serious, very very serious. And you don't realize how campy and ridiculous they are until you rewatch them as an adult years they're later really and they're pretty they're pretty silly they're pretty yeah, they're, silly they're, no they're, I... they're they're so good but but i would say that he he is definitely yeah and it may just be because that's the one that i grew up watching and but uh yeah no jeremy brett would have to be my absolute favorite sherlock holmes 
Um, that's fair. He, he's a very good, he's, he's my number two. I have, I don't even know if, yeah, I can't even, I mean, like, I even like Johnny Lee Miller as Sherlock Holmes in elementary. I, right, so controversial take time. But I didn't like the series, like, I had problems with it. But it when but I basically would watch that show with the idea that he didn't he wasn't actually Sherlock Holmes. He just thought he was. Yeah, I think we've had that discussion. Yeah. It would have been better if he thought he was a junkie thought of yes, Sherlock yes. Holmes. Yes, I was yeah. thinking I was I, I like to go with the route that it was more like the seven percent seven percent solution version where he he's just crazy. He's just crazy. He thinks he is, and they're just, and he's, and he's from a wealthy family, so they've just, they're just leaning into mm -hmm. it and encouraging him. Like they're just like, yeah, he's not hurting anybody, and he does solve crimes. So let's just go with that, okay? Yeah. So, like the first few seasons of Elementary, I did not like. Oh no, I don't blame you. They're terrible. Uh, their depiction of Sherlock. Yeah. But as Elementary progressed. And then there's the BBC uh, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. I was trying Went to come away. up with a good funny yeah. name for him. I couldn't know the spot. Bandersnatch Cumberbun? Bandersnatch Cumberbun. Apparently I have to be drunk. Yes. <laughs> come up with a good Benedict Cumberbatch dumb name. As the BBC version of Sherlock progressed, I liked that less. And as elementary progressed, I liked that more. Yeah. Like that's my controversial take. Like, first se first two seasons of Elementary of uh, uh, Sherlock, sure. I'm I'm all in. Anything after that, it starts to lose me. Yeah. Elementary first two seasons, I'm like, eh. As it progresses, I'm more on board. Well, it's also that they came out around the same time, so they that may also so it may be that that you know Elementary was trying to not be like Sherlock yeah. and so they had to try I don't know that it's might a, be the time to find their own yeah kind of but but I mean honestly if you want to the best adaption of of Sherlock Holmes in anything is to in my mind just Batman no I'm just kidding <laughs> right you know my favorite adaption of Sherlock Holmes what the great mouse detective well yeah I mean, it is brilliant. I freaking love that movie. It is brilliant. First of all, Vincent Price, Price is the bad guy? Yeah. The best. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, you can but you can make the argument that Batman is Sherlock Holmes. Oh, Batman is Sherlock. He's yes. supposed to be Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Yeah, he's the greatest detective. You got Robin, who's your Watson. You got, you got yeah. Catwoman is your Irene Adler. You got Joker is Moriarty. Yeah, you know where you know where you know where Sherlock really lost me was with the Irene Adler episode. Oh, see, I liked that. What it lost me was the was the 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 horrible f thing of of with Mary. Yeah, where they, friend, well, they made all, her Irene Adler in the series wasn't in love with Sherlock. No, she was in love with her husband. Yeah. And she still bested him. And so, like, the whole he had to save her at the end, she yeah. was in love with him aspect of yeah. Like, I liked the character up until those plot points. Yes. Uh, and then they fridged Mary, and then I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Uh, mm, yeah, no, that was where, mm. that was where I, that when I yeah. started kind of going, no. Okay, and then it lost me when they fridged Mary, because they made her, like, Fun and they cool made her and awesome. Game. Like, yeah, she was kind of a Chekhov's gun, but she yes. was a fun Chekhov's gun. Yes, it's not often and you see. When does the girl get to be the super cool spy assassin? Yeah. Never. I was on yeah. board for it. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I. The um, another interpretation that I really like, though, uh, and this is going to be an odd one, but. I really liked Law and Order Criminal Intent. Oh, the first couple of seasons, yeah. But but Vincent D'Onofrio is very much a Sherlock Holmes. And he's very much a Sherlock Holmes type figure. He's a little bit 
he's a little bit out there. Uh, his methods are are weird. Right. You know, he's got he the down to earth partner. To, yes, to that's the like, Doctor Watson. Yeah. No, no. The funny thing about Sherlock Holmes is that it is that it is the basis for a whole lot of the buddy, uh, procedural mystery shows like people they have used yeah. that formula forever and when you start when you realize that that's the formula that they use for a lot of these shows you it's just keeps feeling like oh wait i've i feel like i've seen this already and again and some more do you want to know my favorite uh detective uh trope columbo is it columbo no. No. <laughs> no, but it's related to Colombo, interestingly enough. Oh. Uh it is the uh it is Miss Marple. Oh, okay. Which is, you know, uh yeah, the the and and Colombo isn't exactly a miss it's not a one-to-one Miss Marple, yeah. but it's very similar in that it's the detective that appears to be like non-threatening, kind of fumbling on the surface. Yeah. Nobody takes them seriously, but they're putting all the pieces together. Yeah, no, that's why I liked I liked Columbo too. I mean, I love Columbo. Yeah, like like I I can honestly say the reason why I watch a lot I will watch some stupid mystery things is because because of my love of Sherlock Holmes, and then I like to see how how it's handled differently. And Columbo is one of those series where you know. Watching them now with a modern eye, they're very dated. Yeah. It was the 70s. They're very dated. They're not great. They're not great. There's some not great elements to them. But I still, I I love Columbo. Yes, I love the fact that everyone, you know, his, oh, right. Okay. Oh, okay. And he's he's like looking for, you know, he's looking for his pen. He's looking for his pad of paper. He can't find things. His whole like shtick of being slightly inept and and everyone looking around him going, oh God, we're never. He's like scratching his head. He's like, well, well, one more thing I can't figure out. Yeah. And and then the next thing. I gotta ask you a question about a thing I can't figure out. Right. And then next thing you know, he is. He he then pieces it all together in this beautiful frame framework. He solved the case, and he solved all of it. Actually, um, the new the new version of Perry Mason, oh, um, actually has that just came out I on HBO or something like that. I think, mm-hmm. um, it actually had some some very Columbo moments because it's supposed to be. Uh, it's supposed to be kind of a precursor to him being the uh, a lawyer, and where mm. like in the books, in the books, Perry Mason starts off as kind of a detective. He's he's a lawyer, but oh. he but he's but he's actually being more of an investigator at the time. Ooh. And and I, I I have seen that come off of my feed. I haven't watched it. Yeah, and I've it's set little... in the it's set in the nineteen thirties. There's mm-hmm. you know a crazy church. That's that's the you know that's a very much a cult kind you of. You know I love a crazy. Yeah, church cult yeah, and story. it's Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black plays the the woman who has who's like the head of the church. And, oh, I definitely. And she's based that. on an actual real uh person from that from the nineteen thirties. Uh, I think it was her name was Sister Agnes, or something. Where in California at the time there was this whole like gospel church thing where you know they would do the laying on hands and vi- yeah. and she'd have visions and things like that and oh and based on on a real based on a real thing that was going on and yeah and then there's a crime and he solves it but he's kind of he kind of comes off as being not a great detective. Goes outside the lines. Yeah. He solves it his own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and, and it was and it was actually pretty good. Out. I liked it. I actually liked it. it was a little... uh, and, if, uh, and if you're a mystery fan, as always, we always recommend Miss Fisher's Murder. Oh Mysteries. my God, yes, Miss Fisher, just for the costumes. You wanna... and also or not costumes but uh, wardrobe and yeah. also 
the the woman who wrote it was like what if james bond was a lady yeah in australia yeah. i'm just gonna write that story and it is so good it is good it's very entertaining i have not actually read the books because i don't I want not, to you know, i have not either and i like, don't maybe that'll be my new uh quarantine project yeah i i kind of don't want to because i because i kind of have this like i love essie davis as oh essie davis as is so priny as priny fisher that i just can't so just can't do it I just can't imagine somebody else. I can't read it and be like, oh, this is not how she's described. I can't do it anymore. Oh, no, it's not as I did. It's not, it's not a tiny wee, wee woman yeah. who's going to be cranky at you. She's not going to pull out a tiny gold gun. Yes. <laughs> oh, they're I, so good. I love I assume so that that's what's going to happen. Oh, what other what other mystery movie? What other murder mysteries are good? Um, oh, um, I really, I really have a. It's it. It's a terrible. I mean, like it's a very much like beach reading, like you're on vacation kind of reading. But I really love the Amelia Peabody mysteries. Those like, are very good because also, it's oh, Murder in Paradise is very good. Oh, Death in Paradise. Oh, Death in Paradise. Yeah, that's also Death in Paradise. Good... Very pretty people on that. Yes, yeah, and 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 it, it it gives me the impression that that it was an excuse for for British people to go on vacation in the islands. Yeah. We're going to go film this like. we're going to go film this uh series set in the, uh, you know, the Caribbean somewhere. And um, if you're a fan, if you want that but in a different locale, Hamish Macbeth is very much similar. Oh, I haven't it's watched a, that. It's like uh Hamish is a retired police detective i think from scotland yard he's scottish he retires into the scotland highlands and he like the whole kind of conceit is that he's this really great detective solving mysteries in this very small uh, scottish hamlet all the while trying to keep the the larger powers that be from understanding that there's crime happening in this small scottish hamlet because he just wants to live there and, like go hiking and fishing and, and hang out in his like tiny right. Scottish hometown and not <laughs> so he saw he's solving mysteries on the down low oh so he's like shh don't tell anyone yeah. like no there's no murder happening here sir absolutely not just uh just uh kicking a corpse into the lock like no just just you know small town problems we had a fight about the cloudy dumpling and that's fine now <laughs> but it's uh what's his face carlisle it's very oh, every uh, scottish actor you've ever seen yes. in any movie ever isn't it oh yeah yeah no that's definitely and it's again it's it's kind of like uh death in paradise it's beautiful cinematography like the 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 location is half the, the yeah the, the premise but it's in the highlands instead of uh you know on a desert oh yeah an exotic desert oh island. as a a modern a modern mystery film that i liked that i mean i watched it a couple months ago uh but knives out knives out is so good i was wondering if that's what you were going to say I was like <laughs> yes. oh knives out was so good yes yeah no that's knives out was so good y'all yes oh ryan johnson directed Ooh. it and, and it's has an all-star cast and it's murder mystery and it i it was one of the few it's one of the few thing movies mystery movies where i had did not figure i suspected hmm. that it was going that i suspected but then i kept going back and forth and going oh no that's not what's going to be the twist oh wait no maybe and then when the twist actually happened i had already i i had gone back and forth so many times that I was, that I I was shocked and surprised by the twist. It, the it's twist. very good. It's very good. Uh, very Clue. Yes. Yeah. In that, if like, not as slapsticky as Clue, but yeah. in that there's some comedy in your murder mystery. Yeah. And very good. Very. If you have not seen it yet, definitely watch it. Try not to be distracted by how attractive Chris, Chris Evans. Evans is with his long <laughs> eyelashes. 
Like, also, at one point, I'm watching the movie, I'm like, his eyelashes are distractingly long. Well, also, it's one of those things of, like, he's supposed to not be that great a character. And it's really no, hard. He's supposed to be, a, like, a layabout Yeah, British. and you're kind of like, sure. what? What does he say? I have wasn't paying any attention to the words coming out of his mouth. I need to rewind. I was distracted by how pretty his eyelashes are. Like, Killian Murphy. Oh, yeah. And in anything. Yeah, it's very much a Killian Murphy where every... <laughs> like, every... Every every person is like, can you go stand in that light over there? We're going to get real close to your eyes. I I just want the sunlight to pierce your beautiful eyes for a moment. And Kelly's like, you know, that really really hurts when you do that, right? It's just, it's painful when I go and stand in that. All right, I'm going to stand in the light point. Is is this related to to the plot at all? No. No, no, no. We just want to watch your pretty, pretty eyes and in sunlight boy <laughs> in the Batman movie it's like a light right in his eyes as he's the scarecrow yeah he's, he's supposed to be he, in the character at all because the, the light is hurting it's supposed to, I'm supposed like no we have to shine the light directly directly into your piercing blue eyes Killian Killian you're yes I realize you're supposed to be the villain but you can be a pretty villain just but your lips are beautiful and your eyes are so pretty so we need to shine this very bright light right into your pale pale blue eyes i feel like this show has just gone into the we're just gonna thirst about pe- yeah, people we're we just find attractive for a while even though you're the bad guy and he's like yeah no it's fine it's my whole career fine hold on rub my eyes put some visine in there and just stare in the light that's that's how I imagine every conversation with Killian Murphy going in my head. But oh. also Chris Evans, like, be more distractingly attractive. I mean, he and probably like, could. Um, could he? I think he I could. I don't know what you mean. He's like, perfect. Yes. We're going to look slightly confused. It's great. Have a long, lingering shot, crane shot on your face. Yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of people out there that I oh actually that if we're gonna talk about people where you lust after briefly (laughs) you should watch I just watched uh crazy rich Asians oh and let me just tell you there's a lot of pretty people in that movie that whole cast everyone everyone in it is beautiful even even the people that are supposed to be the not pretty people they're all beautiful <laughs> i love that in a movie where the movie's like, like this person is ugly you're thinking, like, and i'm like oh they look better than me yes like if i day. yeah like if i could look half as ugly as they look i'd be beautiful like Ooh. no no i think i'm good i think they're fine they are they're fine. fine they're fine in real life they're fine yes. it's only in hollywood that that's yes unattractive. oh they have glasses on huh well, oh, they must they, be a hideous monster. And then they take those glasses off, and it's Chris Evans. <laughs> Shake their hair. <laughs> like what? No, but it was it was an it was a, a entertaining romantic comedy, and every single person in it was beautiful, and it was I enjoyed it. Very good, Michelle. I love Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I will yeah. watch her in anything. To be fair, yes, absolutely. And I mean, I. She's like, she's got to be like in her seventies at this point, sixties, seventies. I don't know. She's probably she's she could be a million years old. I have no idea. She is gorgeous still. And she's like Chris Evans. How old is he? We don't know. Oh. Pretty. That's how old. <laughs> well, going back to Sherlock. Yes. What about Sherlock? Well, everybody in that, pretty. How old are they? I don't know, pretty. That's how old? Sherlock the, uh... The, oh, not Sherlock. Elementary. Oh, elementary. Oh, Johnny yeah. Lee Miller, Lucy, Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu's in that. Yes. Oh, God, I love she's her. definitely a how old is she? I don't know, pretty. Yeah. She wears she's suits pretty. in that? She's true. She does wear suits. I appreciate a Lucy Liu in a suit. I appreciate a Lucy Liu in a suit, too. 
And then the guy that plays Sherlock is shirtless half the time. This is the kind of, like, that's what I want to see in my television. <laughs> Pretty ladies in suits? Yes. Hot guys shirtless constantly? Yes. Yeah. What that's more, all. A murder mystery? What more do I need? Well, actually, I'll tell you what more do I need. A little old lady to come in and solve it. And then it would be perfect. Can we get Murder, She Wrote? <laughs> can, can we do a Murder, She Wrote elementary crossover? Sure. I bet, would be I the bet they could do show. that. I will settle for the Golden Girls if the Golden Girls suddenly learn how to solve mysteries. Maybe. How about we make a uh, Golden Girls series, but it's a mystery? <gasps> what if the Golden Girls solved crimes? Then? Yes. Yeah, what if they it was the Golden Girls, but they solved crimes instead they of solved crimes? Golden Girls, but they solve crimes, and then they have their cus their their grandchildren come in to help occasionally, yes. and they're all hot. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Hold on, <laughs> PM, we've trademarked this. Hollywood, call us. This this is a million dollar idea. I don't know why you're laughing. This is a I good sh- idea. No, it's like Ms. Marvel like, plus the Golden Girls plus Elementary. I just was thinking Perfect. that I would watch that. I would watch that. Some murder mystery in there for some intrigue. You can get yeah, the grandchildren have, and the great grandchildren in for like the sexiness aspect. Yeah, have a nice nice uh, ensemble cast of like. Of the old lady, of all of the the golden girls, you know, just all yes, I'm on board for this. All right, cool. We'll pitch pitch this script up right now. We'll pitch this show tomorrow to the. I don't know who. Do you know how to do that? I have no idea how to do that. (laughs) I'm still waiting for the for Marvel to call us about our X Men pitch. I still maintain our X-Men pitch was very good. <laughs> if only someone from Marvel would listen to this show. <laughs> if only someone from Marvel from, would listen. And if only we had any ability to write comics. If those or two to write happened, anything. To, fi- to finish anything that we've written. That would be the... <laughs> I have lots of things written that are not ever going to be finished you have even amounts of follow through yeah like i got a lot of stuff to do i'm lucky i can finish them very early in your baking i'm going to school and uh work people should be lucky that i can finish baking muffins i mean exactly right (laughs) someone just needs to hire us to pitch ideas i can pitch yeah and then they do all the hard work you have to come in while i'm working on muffins while I'm yeah. doing the baking, and then I will pitch the idea, and then you will give me some money, and then I will go finish baking. Yeah, exactly. And this is how this works. I don't see a downside to yeah. this problem. Like, like, we are clearly gold mines of good I'm ideas. A, I'm, yeah. Oh, no. I've, the, I've got a creative... Scottish vampires, that's clearly a very good idea. Oh, actually, someone, <laughs> someone mentioned that Speaking of Scottish vampires, that um, only lovers left alive has Tilda Swinton, a Scottish vampire. Well, Tilda Swinton herself is Scottish. I don't think. I don't think she. I don't think the character she was playing was a Scottish vampire. Definitely a Scottish vampire. But Tilda Swinton is Scottish. I I'll accept it. I mean, but she doesn't. No, you know what? I've changed my mind. Why? I don't accept it. She doesn't have the accent. Oh, it's yeah, not the accent. I mean, she, but she is. I mean, Tilda Swinton herself is Scottish. Yeah. The character isn't. But until she does a Scottish accent on screen. Oh, she's in that. She's in that uh, zombie movie I was telling you about earlier. Is she remembered. being Scottish in it? Yes. Oh, all right. And swinging a sword around. I'm, like, I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Know. Oh. It's all good. It it's it, it is the David Tennant dilemma. It's all good and fine to be Scottish, you know, to claim to be Scottish, but until you do the accent, are you Scottish? 
until someone asks you to repeat yourself because they didn't understand what you said. Are you truly Scottish? <laughs> Will voice recognition software understand what you were trying to sell it? Tell it. If you're going, okay, Google, and Google doesn't understand what you're saying, then you're Scottish. <laughs> I feel like this is a very, very specific it's group a weird of people. line I'm taking as an American. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you gave me a you gave me a shorty block, and I'm feeling very cocky now. I'm way cockier I'm, than any I'm American. I'm sorry. I feel, feel like I should take it back <laughs> you should not it's mine now i'm gonna bake a giant shortbread in it good because i want to eat it <laughs> also I mean, that this was... is only going to be of interest to like two listeners yes listeners that are of scottish descent that also break shortbread the recipe that came with this particular shorty block that is uh, ceramic which is new to me because my ancient ancient family shorty block which was that's it, not that impressive uh was wooden uh called for vanilla oh. in the cookie batter that's too fancy about that's, that that's putting on airs yeah I feel that's like, like that putting making shorty a little that's too like fancy putting worcestershire and, um, sauce in in your brighties like don't do that <laughs> Brighties with its three ingredients. Yes, don't don't put Worcestershire sauce in your brighties. What are you doing? I put Worcestershire sauce in my brighties because I'm a damn dirty American. Yeah. I also put ketchup on them. Ooh. What's up, Scots? Fight me. That's just, it. That it's wrong, but it sounds delicious. <laughs> delicious. I know it's wrong, and I know that that is like the dirtiest, yankiest part of my my soul. But hey, um, other Scottish people, uh, no one else is like put put ketchup on righties. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> Everyone else don't listen to that part. Uh, yeah, no, it calls for it calls for vanilla, which I just think is too much flavor for yes, Scottish. Yeah, that's recipes. just seems weird i like the butter but yeah i just it, want the it, butter it taste butter heavy recipe it also calls for icing sugar what um instead of like granulated sugar which might make the cookies less grainy which oh, i'm thinking but, about going oh yeah that would like but the graininess the is what gives you character quality of puts, the shortbread i make it puts hair on your chest the graininess uh, i don't know we'll experiment we'll see how it goes I don't know. I'm willing to experiment. I'm willing to my shorty as as a person who has eaten the shorty that you have made and has now ruined me for all store bought shorty. I will have to say that I will gladly die on the hill that is the experimenting of shorty for you. Yeah, that that is actually honestly one of the, the my favorite things about me. Is that I just ruin other, I ruin people on store-bought shortbread. Oh, God. All other, store-bought shortbread is disgusting now. I know. I can't, I used to, I used to eat them. I used to eat them a lot because I, because the Scottish part of my brain apparently was like, oh, yes, this is the food of your people. Eat these things. And I would do that. And now it's like, ugh, this is awful. Who, why? Why would anyone eat these? Like, I know. It, it, I'm not even uh, lying. Like, I'm grinning wildly. The listeners can't hear it, see me, but I am grinning wildly because yes, there is nothing ruined. I love more than ruining people on store bought shorty. I mean, to be fair, I feel sure. that way about sure. a lot of a lot of things. It's a cookie for those of you who don't know. Shortbread. Yeah. Yes, it's my favorite thing in the world. Is 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 introducing you to homemade shortbread cookies and just ruining store-bought shortbread for you forever yeah. making making you kind of uh i don't know like depending I'm, on me yeah and my shorty recipe i'm a little bit of an addict oh, i look so, i look forward so to i look forward to the cooler months just mm-hmm. because i know that that means there's a higher likelihood that shortbread will be made. 
Yeah, you gotta. It's gonna be cold. Mm. I'm like a drug pusher. You are. I'm like, hey, baby. <laughs> you want that good Hamish Macbeth shit? Yeah. Yeah. Come no, it's here. it's true. It's terrible. In that now, all I'm thinking about is ooh, shortbread. I would like some. I know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note this has uh, been our foray into shortbread and uh, Sherlock Holmes yes two <laughs> topics that have never been linked before that we're aware of <laughs> we're aware of now intrinsically are but we've also given you a, a, a dearth of uh, murder mystery yeah if you like that sort of thing <laughs> We didn't know where this show was going to go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> this is what happens. Um, so, yeah, everybody. St- I'm not going to shill. I feel like. I was going to shill. Oh, were you? I just feel like. I feel like. Um, I'm going to shill because, okay. you know what? It, it's it's the apocalypse. Um, well, that was why like I wasn't going to. Cabarets, we are eternally grateful. We really, really are, actually, because y'all have been awesome and uh, interactive and great through all this. Uh, if you are in the position that you would like to help support this show, you can simply go to clockcabaret.com, agonyoutstudios.com, whatever.com you like. And you will see a plethora of re- of ways that you can support the show. You can do it on Patreon. You can do it on Coffee. You can do it via PayPal. Um, you can tweet at us. You can tell us your favorite Sherlock Holmes. We would honestly love to know because we like murder mysteries. And uh, yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on our various social media sites. Uh, Emmett can usually be found at Emmett Davenport. I can usually be found at Lady Adderkop. And if you have any, uh, if you can't find us for whatever reason with a Google search, go to agonyoutstudios.com. We're there. And I think that's it. I think that's all the show I'm going to have to do. Okay. That's everyone. We love you. Stay safe out there in this crazy mad mixed up burning hellscape that is the world right now (laughs) please stay safe and and it's it's very hard right now we know it is and you are doing the right thing by staying put and staying safe so keep on keeping on yeah and with that this has been the clockwork cabaret she is lady addercup and she is emmett davenport and it's not work we do it's love. Like any red-blooded gentleman of leisure, you enjoy the civilized entertainment of watching animals fight. Why wouldn't you? However, until now, you were limited to the common chicken and the boring bear. Never fear, Fort Sports fans. The Creature Combat Arena will blow your mind with a dazzling array of unique fauna free-for-alls. Join us Monday for Crossed Zebras. Tuesday, Narwhal Face Fighting. Wednesday, New England Clam Pounder. Thursday, Boom Slang, Boomerang, Bombardier, Balderdash. And Friday, the Sleepy Panda Slap Fight. The Creature Combat Arena. We are truly terrible people.